Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Brotherhood Podcast. Today, we're going to be looking at Revelation 22, verses 20 through 21. I'm your host, Robbie, and and um, really the reason we're going to be looking at this verse is in response to the conflict that's going on in the Middle East. How do we, as followers of Jesus, respond to this conflict? You know, our most natural desire is to say, pray for Israel, pray for Israel, pray for Israel, and we should. It's biblical. But oftentimes we read that through the lens of the theocracy of the Old Testament without applying the new covenant to the situation. You know, you see this a lot of times in the Old Testament in in Psalms where it will say, pray for Israel, pray uh Lord, uh, protect your protect your holy city, Jerusalem, and all this kind of stuff. Well, well, today there's Muslims, there's Arabs, there's Christians, there's Jews, there's all these. It's it's an assimilation of all these different cultures there. So, how do we better understand how we can pray uh, specifically for this conflict that's happened over the past few weeks in Israel and in Gaza? First and foremost, we know the Lord is our protector, and He hates evil. He detests evil. And so we, we know right then and there that he, he cares for the innocent. He cares for the, the, those who cannot care for themselves and protect themselves, the children, the, the, the innocent, the widows, the orphans, um, the elderly. You know, he, he cares for those who cannot protect themselves. He is a God of justice and mercy. And so our heart needs to break for the atrocities that are happening in the Middle East right now as a result of Hamas. And so now, what is our response as believers today? I believe it's important. Uh, you know, you know, you have all this influence coming from media and uh, the news about what side needs to be supported. You have these agenda-setting news sites saying, this, this is atrocities happening here, and these atrocities happening here. How do we as men who are followers of Jesus, respond to this. That's why we're going to be looking at Revelation 22, 20 through 21. It says this, He who testifies to these things, these things being, uh, uh, it was Jesus uh, in, a, in a vision speaking to John about his, his coming again, his second coming. He says, He who testifies to these things say, this is Jesus speaking, Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. This is John again speaking. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. There's a few there's a few things I want us to talk through here. The first is this. The last verse of the Old Testament actually is a curse or it is a is a um a way of examining the world around us whereas the New Testament the, the last, this is the last few verses of the New Testament. And the ending of the New Testament ends with grace because the grace is describing God's dealing with man on the basis of his new covenant, grace and mercy. And so this is, I believe, the first lens of how we need to understand and recognize the conflict in there. God's heart is breaking. He has grace on the hurting. He is a merciful father. And therefore, that's, that is the first response we should have is that our heart breaks when evil atrocities happen. The second is this. The book, the, the entire book of Revelation emphasizes readiness and watchfulness, a waiting for Christ's return. Now, when you are um, actively waiting for something, when you're actively 
uh, constantly being ready and watchfulness. You are always aware of what's happening around you, but not just being aware of what's happening around you. You are constantly preparing yourself, constantly being ready for that day. And so I believe that can help us understand how we need to respond to this in that I believe we always need to be focusing on Christ's return for and to his people. Because when our mind is focused on Christ's return, we naturally have a desire to share the love of Jesus with those around us and pray for the people that are persecuting us, the people who are persecuting others in the world as well. That's why I believe we are to pray for Israel. We're also to pray for the people of in the Gaza Strip who are being run out, regardless of their belief system, we are to pray for them. Regardless if they are a Christian, a Jew, or a Muslim, we are to pray that the Lord would soften their hearts and draw them to himself, that he would reveal himself to these broken and hurting people. And so, guys, I encourage you, our response cannot be, I am pro this or I am pro this. Though I do believe that there are some uh, legitimate reasons to be one way or the other, our response as followers of Jesus should be, come, Lord Jesus, come. And when our mindset and our heart is on the return of Jesus, that is when we are forward-facing and drawing others into the, the understanding and relationship of Jesus because they're Time is of the essence. Time is short. And it is our job as those who have learned about Jesus, who know of his grace and we have a personal relationship with him, it is for us to say, come, I want to introduce you to my heavenly father. In the midst of this destruction, the Lord Jesus is full of grace. He is full of mercy. He is full of hope. And he is full of restoration. That is his heart is to restore all of creation. So, Guys, I want to encourage you, do not separate yourself from this. Spend time praying for the Lord to be merciful to people in the Gaza Strip, for God to be merciful to people in Israel, that he would reveal himself to people, that he would become known that through this conflict that is death and destruction, the Lord Jesus would be, his name would be proclaimed like never before in this part of the world that there will be a revival happening here because we are focused on his return. And his return is, behold, I am making all things new. We are praying for the redemption of Israel. We're praying for the redemption of Palestine, the redemption of the Gaza Strip in the name of Jesus Christ. Guys, if you've never subscribed to the Brotherhood Podcast, be sure to subscribe today. We release one of these um, episodes every single Wednesday. I, I love getting to do this because it, it challenges me personally to study the Word and to be able to understand deeply what I believe Scripture is trying to communicate today because Scripture is active, it is living, it is breathing, and it is still useful for uh, rebuking and teaching and, and the, the, the active living of the Christian body today. So I hope this encouraged you. If it did, do me a favor, share it with someone that you know that could be encouraged today about this issue. And if you haven't already, be sure to rate our podcast because it helps others find us. We'll see you next week.